Welcome back. This is the Kellen Rowland Show, and I am undoubtedly Kellen Rowland. So I'm, I'm one week into the podcast life. I got the equipment two weeks ago. I recorded my first episode last week. I'm recording my second episode right now. I'm always going to want to talk about the Lakers. It's too early in the season to make any bold predictions, but I imagine... You know, as le- people listen to this, especially people that don't just know me, they're going to want to hear something polarizing, right? Like, the Lakers are going to make the playoffs. Like, I guarantee it, you know? So they could either be like, hell yeah, he's right. Or what the fuck is that guy talking about? Lakers fucking suck. Because I guess you have to be polarizing, right? Like, I listen to a lot of different radio shows. And if you hear two people just talking and they're just like very vanilla on every subject, it's not really that interesting. So I, you know, meditation, Lakers, and I love coffee. Everyone that knows me knows how much I love coffee. I I am a little bit challenged though on how do you talk about coffee on a podcast? So to stay true to my coffee roots, I'm drinking a coffee. The title of this podcast at some point could be something in coffee. It could be coffee and donuts, two things I think you should have every day of your life. But to talk about it, I got to really push myself to talk about coffee in a way that would make somebody want to listen to it, especially without seeing it or tasting it. But over the past week, I've been putting some pressure on myself to figure out what am I going to talk about? What is the purpose of this podcast? Because if, you know, a couple people have told, you know, found out that I'm doing it, I put a little like screenshot on my stories on my Instagram and someone's like podcast. And I'm like, yeah, of course. But what am I going to talk about? And I know that you need a topic. I know you do. But I also don't really give a shit about having a set topic as I've literally and probably recording my, you know, 85th minute total of talking into a microphone. Now, while I would love to say I have it all figured out, I just don't. And that might be just the journey of you know, what is it like for me being someone who, you know, I have a great career. I'm very fortunate. I work hard. I love what I do. I'm surrounded by great people. I have great friends. I have a great family. I'm not necessarily known as being a creative person. I'm not a designer. I'm not an artist, but I do want to create and I want to create through speaking. You know, I've done two official speaking engagements before in my life and I loved it and being in front of a crowd and talking to people and you know giving them motivation or telling them what works for me I love it and I'm not doing it and when I say you know hey do this or try this I'm really saying it from like the most humble and genuine space and what I mean by that is it's worked for me and I'd love to share it. I pride myself on being a generous person. It doesn't mean that I'm not also selfish at the same time. If you ever go out to dinner with me, you'll know that I'm selfish from the perspective of I'm going to choose where we go to eat. However, you can eat anything off my plate and you know, I, I'm generous when I'm there, but I'm kind of selfish when it comes to where, but you know, I want to be generous. And if something's working for me, I'd love to tell you about it. And then Hopefully, I start getting people hitting me back going, hey, have you thought about this? Or this really worked for me. 
you know, we kind of live in this like self-improvement era of life, which is really interesting, right? There's like a whole industry on improving yourself, which I get it. But then you have to question why are people in such a position where they need to put so much focus on improving themselves? And I don't know, you know, is that because we also live in a society that tears you down at the same time? I kind of think so. You know, as great as social media is and as great as great as it can be to know what everyone is doing at the same time, you also don't necessarily know what they're actually feeling. However, your brain can't help but just assume what you see is reality. So then you're comparing your reality to someone else's fake reality or manufactured reality. And that's tough. Because if you're having a shitty day and you go on social media and you see that everyone else's best day ever, hashtag blessed, I could see how that could be troubling. I mean, hey, I would have troubles with that. I've personally had troubles with that. Sometimes you just give yourself a hard time. You know, recently I took some social media apps off my phone. I just was spending too much time looking at them. I just didn't really understand why I was spending so much of my time consuming other people's life to the point when I would run into somebody that I hadn't seen in a while in person, I'd have nothing to ask them. Think about that. How sad is that? You run into somebody, you haven't seen them in a while, but you don't have to ask them how they're doing or what they've been up to because you've been viewing it on their Facebook or on their Instagram. I don't know, man. I don't know. It doesn't sit right. It doesn't sit right. If I run into you, I'd maybe like to know what have you been up to? Oh, you just went on vacation. Cool. How was it? Who'd you go with? Or, hey, how you doing? Oh, yeah, I saw that you did this. I saw that you did that. Cool. Nice talk. Bye. I'm out. I prefer the, you know, the other version where you get to actually ask and find out. You know, so that's one point of view. But I think social media, there's also some really good stuff too. You know, so I re-added Instagram to my phone. And I also, but I unfollowed almost every person I followed. So you know, that garnered a few texts from a couple of close friends or people that I knew, you know, basically talking shit or asking, oh, I thought we were friends or, you know, whatever, which is all in good fun and, and to be expected. So if you are listening to this and you send one of those texts, I'm, I'm saying this with a smile on my face in a, in a, in the, as a term of endearment, you know, so then, you know, you explain to people why or what you're doing and they generally are, you know, they, most people actually told what I was doing was like, wow, that's a great idea. So now on my Instagram, I just follow majority, a couple people that I know, but the majority are just brands and retailers and artists and creatives that I like. And now when I go on there, it's a source of inspiration rather than a source of, you know, comparing what everyone's doing to what I'm doing And, you know, I'm saying this and I'm kind of thinking in my head like, oh man, are you sharing too much? But if I'm not really telling you how I'm feeling, then why would you want to listen to this? Why would I want to even put it out? 
And I know this, this started off with just, you know, what's this podcast going to be about? I think it's going to be a journey of me finding a creative voice and a voice to express myself and to comment on what's going on. And I'd love for some people to come along that journey. I think that along the way, I'm, I mean, not, I think I know I'm going to learn. And if my learnings can help you or your learnings can help me, that's a win. And if we could tell a couple funny jokes in the meantime, you know, I might throw a couple voices out there. I might just throw in a fucking shush meal or might hit him with a fucking, his name was Sir Rieselton. Whatever, you know, I'll drop in though on a voice. You know, they used to call me Rees. They still do call me Rees. Maybe this should be the Rees show. The Rees's podcast. When Kanye came out with Yeezus, I felt like I should have immediately at that moment took all of the social handles for Rees's. I didn't act quick enough and I couldn't get them, but it used to be, so I used to have this blog called The Gluttony, which I'll get into one day, but it used to be Eat With Rees and that was the that was the subject of every, t- every post. So it'd be Eat With Rees and then the restaurant that I would be reviewing at the moment, which I love that shit. And I mean, when I said I used to have a blog, I mean, I'm talking like 2006, 2007. So just to put it in reference, it's 2017. Before it was cool to take pictures of everything you ate, I was taking pictures of everything I ate. I had a Canon G9 point and shoot, and if we were at a meal and you touched the food before I got the shots, there was a fucking problem. So it was very annoying to people that I ate with because I was constantly positioning the food to get the optimal photo. Now it's just like you almost have like the photo taken by the waiter. You know, and actually that gives me a good idea. There should be a restaurant that they have cameras set up over the tables and they take the photos for you and then you could get them right there on the spot and they could do like a little watermark. Oh, I love this. So kind of like when you, like imagine when you go to like a, an event and they have a photo booth, but all the photos you get have the logo of the brand. So if you post it, it's like a pre-programmed watermark. So here it is. Here's my idea for anybody that has a restaurant. Either get some stands or get, you know, some sort of a camera above the table or maybe even a holder to where you could put your cell phone in. But you take the photo and then you send it to the, people eating at the restaurant, the image of the photo that's perfectly placed on the table of what you ate has the logo of the restaurant. So then when that person, you know, hashtags, you know, best kale salad in Los Angeles, boom, whatever restaurant that was, you get the credit. I actually love this idea. I think this idea is incredible. I'm going to put this in and yeah, I mean, it just makes sense. Like, People are basically going to your restaurant. They're taking these incredible pictures of the food that you've created. Then they're sharing it to, you know, hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions. If you happen to have a high profile social media celebrity eating at your restaurant, they're sharing it. And if they don't properly tag you, you're not getting the credit. So like, how do you take control of that content? You know, where is the first social media salad bar? I mean, what's going on, people? Let's get to work here, you know? For all the food photos, like, I want to have the, you know, you can even have a special table that has, like, a themed, 
you know, tablecloth or something of that sort. I love this. If I had the time, I would be starting this restaurant tonight. It would be called fucking hashtag. <laughs> be called fucking hashtag salad. Fucking hashtag smoothie. Hashtag huevos rancheros. Hashtag pad thai. The restaurant could just be called hashtag. Okay. I think I got something here. I really hope someone starts that and then hits me up and says they, they heard it here and that's how they got the idea. So we're going to wrap up episode two of the Kellen Rowland show. It was a pleasure hanging out, getting a chance to talk. Again, I like to set the setting just because I'm always curious like, oh, what is it? Where is this person recording this podcast? I'm at my house, I'm in my kitchen sitting at my island in the in the living room portion looking into the kitchen. I got my H6 recorder, I got my mic, I got a cup of coffee, I'm listening to some music on my headphones and I'm getting ready to head down to Staples Center in a few hours to go see the Los Angeles Lakers play the third game of their season. So hopefully we get a win tonight and we'll be two and one. Thanks for listening. This has been great. We'll do it again next week. Breeze out. Oh, is it the Young Go Hard podcast? Is it the Breeze podcast? Is it the... What if it was just called, is it the... I like the pod lord. If I had like a nickname...